I'm out here trying to do God's work and like fulfill this calling on my life and do all the right things. And I mentioned like my life was falling apart a decade ago. Part of that was my failing marriage. And I had a lot of hard lessons to learn through that experience. But just two months ago, my life fell apart yet again. And it was very surprising and shocking to me. Girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you are meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. How can you heal a body that you hate? This is going to be the topic of our podcast today and a discussion that I'm having with another OBGYN colleague and an inspiring, very inspiring woman goddess. Her name is Dr. Tabitha Barber. She is also known as the Gutsy Gynecologist because she's focused on gut health and has released a new book called Fast to Faith. And one of the things that we have connected on is certainly our faith in times of struggle. We have both been through some incredible traumas in our lives and recurring instances. I mean, we are all, when we get to midlife, for sure, we face some hardship. We face some shit, to be honest, right? And I know for myself and and maybe for you, I've been to the pits of hell and I know what that feels like. And there's times where I feel like our body has betrayed us, especially in the perimenopause and menopause and add in trauma, add in betrayal, add in abuse. And these are real situations that even the most educated, inspiring women leaders have gone through or may be going through right now. None of us are immune, but there is a way through it. And I think definitely for me, I wouldn't be here without my faith. And I lean on it every single day. And I know God has a purpose for our lives. And that is my belief, whatever you want to call it. But today we're going to really talk about where sometimes we just hate our body And I will say, God will show me like, okay, you can, your body will be worse if you keep hating it. (laughs) That's one of those things. And all right, I've got to learn something different. But what it comes down to is being able to love your body and to love yourself in a way. And, and, you know, when I say that, I hesitate too, because the concept of loving yourself sounds pretty woo-woo or like, really, Dr. Anna? I mean, you know, like, does that really make a difference? You really need to love yourself And I would have to say, yes, you have to love yourself and you have to love others. Like in order to fully embrace the energy of our souls, the basic energy to raise our vibration, it is through love and compassion and being able to give from a cup that's overflowing, not empty with holes in it. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know, put yes in the comments or or let me know for sure. Today, though, I'm very grateful to get started on this discussion about you know, how to heal even in a body that you hate and how to turn that around 
so that you can shift your energy to really provide, you know, a cathedral as a fortress to our soul, to our spirit. So on my show today, I'm really thrilled to introduce this amazing woman, Dr. Tabitha Barber, and her remarkable journey from adversity to triumph has transformed her into a beacon of light for women. And you can feel it just in her presence. And if you're watching on YouTube, where we have our video of the show or listening, wherever you're listening, check out, definitely check out Tabitha Barber. She's also on Instagram and social media at the Gutsy Gynecologist. So you can find her there as well. So as a fellow OBGYN and a liver of life, emotional trauma, and just uh, inspiration, I welcome Dr. Tabitha Barber to my show. Welcome, Tabitha. It's good to have you here. Oh my gosh, Anna. I'm so honored to be here with you. And I just want to give a shout out to how incredible you are. Because when I started my podcast almost three years ago, you were my first guest. You were so gracious. I was nobody. I was new in the world of health. And you were wealth. never nobody. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was brand new to that space and you were so gracious to jump in and say, I would love to come on your podcast and support your listeners. And you just gave me the confidence to do it and not be afraid. And I was sitting on the floor in my jammies doing it. And we had all kinds of technical issues because I had no team. And you were just so lovely. So thank, thank you, you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I would love for you to share a little bit about a little bit about your journey and how you've come to do what you do today. Yeah, I'm really passionate about this topic, about how we feel about our bodies, because a decade ago, I looked to have it all. Like, I went from high school dropout to becoming a physician. I went through all this adversity, right? And here I am living the life of an attending. I'm chief of staff. So I want to pause on that because high school dropout to getting your <laughs> medical degree. I mean, that is that is huge. Like, I mean, that was a, a huge traumatic experience in your life to drop out when you loved education, you loved learning. Yeah, it was no small feat. It definitely was God working through me and me going after my calling that was, you know, bestowed upon me. And so that's a whole story in of itself because I had a very traumatic delivery. As a teen pregnant mom. Yeah, I was on Medicaid and food stamps, and a doctor was assigned to me, and I really had no say in my care. I was treated like a second-class citizen, and so I had shots, pills, procedures. I had a, a very traumatic delivery, and out of that, I realized that women need a voice. They need a choice in their care, and it just isn't there, so that was one of the big awakenings in my life. Like, I I knew Jesus loved me, and I felt like if I would repent, that I would be saved. Like, I was a wild child, right? I was a sinner. I would do bad things, and then I would say, it's going to be okay. But that whole experience really carved out my purpose. And so I spent a long time creating this life that I thought God wanted for me. But I found myself absolutely miserable. I was so sleep deprived. I was not 
raising my children the way I needed to because I was working so much. As an OBGYN, doing deliveries, hospital care, online, you know, call. Yeah, absolutely. It was a small town. I was on call every other night. And I was living on caffeine and sugar, honestly. Sugar to get me going, caffeine to get me going. And then I just didn't sleep. But I found myself struggling to function with chronic back pain, chronic knee pain, chronic headaches, major depression. I was on five or six different medications, depending on the month, chronic heartburn, reflux, diarrhea, constipation. And I just kept getting more diagnoses. You have IBS. Maybe you have fibromyalgia. You definitely have depression, all of these things. And I found myself blaming my body, hating my body, talking really mean to it. Like, why do you keep betraying me? Why can't you push through and get through this delivery? Why can't you function when you're sleep deprived? And I was abusing my body flat out, straight out. I was asking it to do things. And then I was punishing it when it couldn't do what I was asking. And it really was not honoring to God. And I kind of had this epiphany through another traumatic event, coding one of my friends after she suffered an amniotic fluid embolism. And so, again, another dramatic situation where God was saying, okay, the body has this incredible innate intelligence, but we can either support it and get through it, or we can deny it and make it worse. And so I kept going on this journey, like, why am I getting these messages about the body and what that has to do with loving God and, you know, being a Christian? And none of it made sense, right? Until I had a download a year and a half ago, and I kept a download from God because I kept hearing from patients. They would go through my programs, they would do amazing. They would have all these great outcomes. They would lose 20 or 30 pounds. It would feel good. Their brain would work again. Their bowels would be moving every day. And then as soon as the program was over, they would just slide back into their old ways. And God said to me, you have to teach them how to nourish their soul and heal their soul, not just their body. And you have to teach them how to love themselves into a healing space. You're giving them all the physical tools, the functional tools, all the cool things that you learned, you know, through your journey, but you're not actually healing the root, root, root cause, which is that their soul is dying, that they are not fulfilling their purpose. They're not reconnecting with their creator. And so I've just been on this mission for the past year and a half to help women understand that you can't heal a body you hate. And the bigger piece of it is your creator made you this way for a reason. And so if you can tap into why were you the chubby girl in elementary school that got picked on or why were you the scrawny girl that was never strong enough to do what you wanted to do or like Physically, why are you made the way you are? And use those powers to tap into your ability to heal instead of fighting against yourself, like loving yourself into a new reality. You know what I mean? So that's what we need to unpack because that's 
really where women can transform and have a sustainable new life that they love. And you're a living example of that because I know you've gone through this yourself and it's like, it really is possible, right? It really is possible. It really is possible. I mean, I said, been to the, you know, the pits of hell, but it doesn't mean that once you're up, you're always up. Can recognize that life throws us curveballs and to think too, okay, when we're facing difficulty, how do we not revert back into the, maybe it's comfort patterns, self-defeating patterns, you know, those patterns that no longer serve us. And how do we not revert back to that, especially when we're facing hardship again? And I like how you said, love yourself into a new reality. And I want to talk more about that because it's definitely true in, in my life and true in my clients' lives. It's loving yourself into a new reality because you can get, oh my gosh, you know, like, okay, well, now I've I gained five pounds and I'm struggling. And then before you know it, it's 10 pounds. Well, let me just get back to that five pounds. And then <laughs> and it's 20 pounds. Let me just get back to that 10 pounds. And it can be in that spiral when you realize, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm hating on my body and not loving on my body. I'm not doing the things that really nourish my body and my soul, and it will show up one way or another. And a dear friend of mine was recently diagnosed with stage four cancer, and she's an amazing pioneer in the health space. And I was like, you know everything, like what, what happened? And she goes, you know, it's that oftentimes it's that martyrdom. It's that serving everyone else till you're completely exhausted and not having anything else for yourself. And she says from everything that she knows and she learned, is definitely that piece. It was definitely that piece for her that this is now a kick in the butt. Like I have no other choice but to take care of myself and stop taking care of everyone else. So there's not gonna be a me. And it's a hard reality to face. And I don't want anyone to get to that point where they're like kicked in the ass and there's like, okay, you know, do or die in that type of situation. But in a reality, on a daily basis, it's what we're called to do. And the whole thing, like, you know, people will ask me advice and ask, you know, challenging questions, like facing these, you know, the difficult times or difficult circumstances. And I always say, you know, you have to fast and pray. For me, I do a three-day fast and I pray and, you know, pray for clarity and pray for that download, pray, you know, to eliminate all the distractions and everything that are keeping me from really following my calling. And what set me off on a right path when I was struggling was that audience of one, okay? And that audience of one, you know, not for this person, not for that person, all the different directions that we can be pulled, especially as women, especially as moms, et cetera, and that audience of one, what is true in alignment with my goal and my mission, it can get caught up. And especially you've got employees and you've got family and you're, you know, you got to make so sure good. everyone else is okay and good. And you slip back into that pattern. I know people listening can really relate to that. And I definitely want to hear from you if you've experienced that, because this is so dear to my heart. It's like you do so well, and then all of a sudden you're slipping back. And so, you know, your one of your questions why can't you heal a body you hate i'm out here trying to do god's work and like fulfill this calling on my life and do all the right things and i mentioned like my life was falling apart a decade ago part of that was my failing marriage and i had a lot of hard lessons to learn through that experience but just two months ago my life fell apart yet again and it was very surprising and shocking to me. And 
I'm like about to launch my book and do all of these wonderful, amazing things that God's been telling me to do. And so I'm just thinking, yeah, the world's going to open up. Everything's going to be great and go your way. And you're going to enjoy the holidays. It's going to be beautiful. And I was out in Laguna, California for a Christian business retreat. I just had connected with these brand new women who are running their businesses faith-based. And I thought, this is such an incredible time to meet these women. And we all plan to get baptized in the Pacific Ocean, like over 120 of us. And I had a really deep moment and I said to God, I surrender everything in my life that no longer serves you or the calling you've put on my life. And whatever is blocking me from doing your will and making a better, greater impact on this world, like, please remove it. And Dr. Anna, I had no idea what I was agreeing to that day, but I got baptized. And a week later, I found out my husband had been unfaithful and lying to me for over a year. And as painful as that was and as angry as I was that I was here having to learn these lessons again and like, why am I never good enough? You know, like, am I not attractive enough? What's wrong with my body? Do I not satisfy my husband? Like, you go through all these things in your head and like, what does the other woman look like? What is she providing that I'm not? And you you can quickly go down the spiral of hating yourself and hating your body and questioning yeah. everything and you're not good enough. And in that moment, God was whispering like, I got you. I'm protecting you. This is for your good. This heartbreak is my plan for your goodness. So you can feel it. You all the things, but you have to forgive and move on because I have so much greatness ahead of you for you. And so I've spent the past eight weeks in this deep, just treacherous, less roller coaster of lessons, of emotions, trying to get control of all of it. And I'm realizing that sometimes when other people are broken or have issues, you're collateral damage, but God's always working to make it for your good. Like it's always going to turn around if you stay in faith and believe. And the bigger piece was I had just started going to Pilates. I joined this new Pilates studio. I had just gotten these new Christian friends. I had just changed, you know, I got a new person in my business to help me run it. Like all these things were lining up and being set into place. And I just had to be obedient and stick to the plan and get out of bed and go work out and keep making the right food choices when I just wanted to eat ice cream and be miserable and reach out and ask for help when all I wanted to do is be alone and be in my misery. And so, you know, apparently I need to share this story with other women. And I know that this is happening to other women because I see women every single day in my practice and I hear the heartbreak and they're losing hope. They're giving up. And I'm here to tell you, like, that's all you have. You have to have hope and you have yeah. to believe in the body that God gave you to get through this earthly experience. You have to love yourself through all of this and not blame yourself for this kind of stuff. And so I'm all about like, 
What are the tools that need to be put in place? What needs to be on my schedule? I don't let my emotions run my schedule. Like, you're so beautiful. You were like, oh my gosh, are you sure you want to do this episode today? Because I could just go sit and cry in the corner. Like, literally, that's how fragile I am. But you can't let your emotions run your calendar and your life. You have to just stay in faith and believe and keep doing what's right when it's not fair and when like all the odds are against you. You really, really do. Yeah. And I hear you. And I think what you're saying, I think of the verse in the Bible that says, all things work for good for those who love him. Yes. So not all things are good. Romans 8, 28. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good one. It's not all things are good, but they work for good. And it's like to hold on to that truth. And it's to continue in that space of loving yourself, loving others having a faith-based practice. Like I said, you know, I wouldn't be here without my faith, with faith in God and beliefs and the values that I've held so dear to my life and just understanding the gifts of the Spirit, the goodness, like how we can look at things and find the goodness in it, how in the midst of what we're going through to be grateful for this day and not looking back with blame or shame or should-haves or could-haves or would-haves. And not to do that, my daughter, Brittany, always says, don't shit on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I I love that. And so it's that faith. And your book right now is Fast to Faith. So it's about really, there's that piece of restoring the cathedral to your temple. So when you too have women that are going through this, that are negative towards themselves, that are, you know, back to where that roller coaster or that yo-yo, you know, back and forth, the slipping back and forth. What are some strategies and tools that you use and you advise to help others? And I don't want to just give a space for you because number one, thank you for sharing, sharing your journey and sharing your vulnerability. And this is hugely vulnerable time for you. And I want to thank you for that. And, you know, without a doubt, God is using you to help and heal others. And it does start with your healing too, and that you're keeping space for you and your rest and your peace when you need it to be able to, you know, like to be able to have that moment under the cover, right? But to not let it defeat you. Right. We, we can't take up residence there. We can't stay there. Like we can have it, but we can't stay there. And I would say the biggest thing that has gotten me through yet another major adversity in life is welcoming the growth and the challenge in all of it. Because you can get bitter or you can get better. And I promised myself a long time ago, I would not be that bitter ex. I would not be that bitter person. But you don't know. You say you believe in stuff and that you have faith. But until you're actually tested, you really don't know what you believe in. Like, I believed I was a forgiving person and that I could love like Jesus. Well, I got to find out if that was really true, you know, and I get tested every single day because going through this is not a one-day situation. Things continue to come up. And so I have to be reminded that I need to stay in what I believe in. And that is, I believe in forgiveness. I believe in giving people grace. And I ultimately believe that you have to transform your mind. It's like Romans 2.12. You have to 
not conform to the pattern of this world. You have to be renewed by the transforming of your mind. That will transform your physical body. So if you want to lose weight, feel different, not have pain, it actually starts with getting control of your mind, shifting your thoughts, playing a different narrative, stopping those stories that we make up in our mind as soon as they come into our mind. We got to like take them out at the knees. And that requires consistent action. Like that is the only way you can do it. You can't just sit and pray. God is not a genie. You can't beg him for stuff. And like, you know, why aren't you getting rid of this bad person in my life who's annoying me? Because you should be asking for strength or courage or conviction or grace or something else for you to change internally to handle that situation. And so I teach women something called faith it, where you actually are reframing your mind. And that is where your strength is coming from. I like faith it, you know, like, you know, because you would say fake it till you make it. But if you faith it, that faith it till you make it. I like I like that better. And it's very much more positive. <laughs> so but sometimes we have to fake it too, to be honest. Yes, exactly. So faith it is an acronym and you want to fast, like you said, that's what you do. You always start with fasting. And then you have to ask God to show you what needs to be changed, what you need to work on. And then you ink it, you write it down because our thoughts, they get really jumbled in our head and we can't actually see the solution because our mind is memories. And so it's just playing memories. And if it hasn't seen the solution, it will just show you the problem more. So if you write it down, you can get so much clarity. And then you have to thank God. You have to get into gratitude and continue to thank him for the work that he's doing through you and that you are being a changed person. And then you have to trust. You have to trust him that it's actually all going to come together. And that's the hard part. That's the hard work. But if you consistently can do that, you are going to change. You know, that's why Oprah had such big success with like teaching people gratitude because you can't actually feel gratitude and feel anxious at the same time. You can't feel gratitude and worry at the same time or hatred and gratitude at the same time. So if you stay in gratitude for, even if it's like, I like my arms or I like my eyes, I like my skin and you keep focusing on like, oh my gosh, I just made it another day without you know, stopping at the ice cream store and you focus on those small wins and that gratitude, that consistency is going to create change, but it starts in your mind. That is so, so true. And I love that. So fast, ask, ink, trust God. Yes. And then wait for his timing. So honor him, honor God with his timing. The other piece I love to teach women is something I call future gazing with God. So I talk about this in chapter eight, where you can really, I love writing things down. If you sit down and get crystal clear on what you do want your life to look like, and you see yourself through God's eyes, as opposed to through your own critical judging eyes, then you can start to move toward that person, toward that future you. And it's a really cool exercise because 
I used to sit, you know, well, I didn't sit much, but in my OBGYN job, you know this, we're cranking 40 patients out a day. We're barely having time to breathe. I can't drink my coffee. I said to my assistant, I just want to listen to my patient and drink my coffee. Like that was my vision of my future. And once I really started doing this activating work, I manifested that. I now see patients from home and I get to listen to them for 30 to 60 minutes while I drink my cup of coffee. And it's because I got crystal clear on what I wanted and all the other stuff started to drop away. And I was able to work backwards and say, okay, what does that person that I want to be like, what does she do every day throughout her day? And I realized I want to wake up early and exercise. I want to meal prep. I want to sit down and have dinner with my children and got crystal clear on all of these things. And then I started adding that into my life, into my calendar, making things non-negotiable and shifting my priorities. I realized I'm watching way too much TV or mindless things or you know, I'm hanging out with the wrong crowd that are gossiping and just self-loathing. And like, if you want to lose weight and love your body, go hang out with people who look the way you want to look, feel the way you want to feel and function the way that you want to function, because you will start to be like them, you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, cooperative inspiration. I think they're the saying, I tell this to my daughters, okay, show me your five closest friends. I'll show you your future. What do you want your future? I mean, this thing may feel fun and exciting for the short term, but is that really, is that really where you want your future to go? So I think that's true with us too. Always for me, I'm always trying to learn from and be around people that are, are doing what I perceive to be, you know, light work, like to be really transformative work, you know, God's work and living in a way that really honors them. And Tabitha, you are definitely one of those people. So I am very honored to be, you know, with you today at this time, but also to be a friend and to be a colleague and to be in this circle of people that lift each other up. And so, you know, and one of the things you said is that where you may feel you want to isolate, forcing yourself to make those connections and to reach out and to ask for help. And that's, it's hard to do, but it's really powerful. I would like for you to share in the last few minutes about your book and when it's coming out. And yeah, I'm excited about it too. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Like I said, this was nothing that I had planned. It was a download of like, this is what you're supposed to do in 2023 for 2024. I was like, Oh, I didn't go to theology school. I can't quote scripture, but God put this on my heart to do. And it is coming out in February. I have an online program of this Fast to Faith program, and we've done it twice. We did it last year for Lent, and then we did it again in the fall. And it was absolutely incredible because it's 40 days of teaching women how to go from being a sugar burner to a fat burner, regaining your metabolic flexibility so that you aren't hangry and you can like get off that sugar roller coaster and start burning your own fat for fuel and shedding, releasing that weight, right? But it's also 
getting into the word, the truth of the Bible, and just meditating on a scripture for like three to five minutes a day. It's so super simple, but you ask yourself a couple of questions and you do this ancient meditative practice called Lectio Divina, where you're you're just listening to God because the Bible, a lot of people think that I did myself too, that it's just this history book of these old white men or whatever, and it does not really pertain to my life right now, but it's the complete opposite. It's actually the living, nourishing word, and it's completely what you need to hear every single day to get you through your day, and there's so much wisdom, and God wants to talk to you through his word. And so we learn how to listen and to decipher what we're supposed to be getting from it. And, you know, when I did this program for years without the faith piece, like I said, women would transform and then they would slip back into their old ways once the program was over. You know, this has been a year and I still have the women who are still feeling amazing. The weight has not come back. They're still being empowered because we have an ongoing sisterhood that we're just continuing to support each other and stay in the word and stay changed. And it's all about like, Let's keep focusing on growing our mind to heal our bodies. And so the book is coming out just in time for Lent. Lent is actually on Valentine's Day this year, which is kind of cool, you know, the love day. So the book will be out. We're obviously going to do the online program again. It's so powerful. I hope people will join us. And it's super fun because I am live in there on the Zoom call you get me for an hour every week. And we always go over because women don't want me to stop. <laughs> it's kind of how you just pour out to people and you have so much knowledge and wisdom to give. And we're just talking about why doesn't my thyroid work? Why are my adrenals shot? Why is my gut a mess? Why can't I get my hormones balanced? I'm on HRT and I still feel like garbage. Like what is going on? And we just unpack all of that from my medical standpoint but then we also put the faith piece in on it because you have to nourish your soul. So it's just, it's been transformational. I'm overwhelmed and just in awe of what it's done. I don't take credit for it, honestly. I'm just the vessel that all this is happening through. And I'm really excited to reach more women and get some momentum on this thing. So. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. And, and just thinking of, you know, it starts with goodness, right? And from goodness, yeah. we add knowledge. And and that's, I definitely see how that's how you share. And I thank you very much. So how can people get the book and follow you and tell us that too? Yes. So if you want to go to the Gutsy Gynecologist Show, that podcast, go way back to episode maybe three. You could listen to Dr. Anna talk about her amazing books. But that's where most women start to follow me. And the book has its own website, fasttofaith.com. We're doing a pre-sale campaign so that if you buy it on pre-sale, you get all kinds of goodies, all these bonuses. And I've just loved like figuring out there's recipes for the 40 days that are absolutely amazing and just all of the support and the resources and teaching you about ketosis and all the good stuff that you probably already know from Dr. Anna. But yes, drtabitha.com, fastofaith.com. Thank you. And so I would really encourage everyone to get 
Tabitha's book. And Tabitha is going to be one of our guest experts, surprise guest experts in magic menopause. And when we relaunch that, so you'll have a bonus episode with Tabitha as we dig into faith and food and these lifestyle habits that really bring us out of resistance into, you know, this transformation into acceptance, into action. And that's what that persistence, persistent, disciplined, healthy habits that serve us in a direction of love, not hate, and forgiveness, not resentment. And all, you know, and and the list goes on from there. And just like really to dial that in and to walk, to walk in that faith. And Tabitha, as you're walking through this journey now, you know, I'm here for you, with you as well. And you just always leaning into the community that you've created. So like, that's the best thing about community is that we work together to lift each other up. And if you have like, and the same goes, like be able to release community that no longer serves you as well. So my heart goes out to you. So Dr. Tabitha, dot com or Dr. Tabitha Barber dot com. Remind it's me. It's just Dr. Tabitha dot com. It's D R T A B A T H A. All A's, no I's. Good. Yeah, Dr. Tabitha dot com. Yeah, I would love for women to remember that they have influence. Like you have influence over your husband, your children, your coworkers, your friends. So if you start shifting the way you're doing things, you take on this fasting transformation. They're going to watch. They're going to want what you have. And you can be an influencer in your life. And it feels really good to give back to people. Like, honestly, that's how I've gotten through all these hard times is I just lean into serving even more. Because if I am thinking about me, oh, my gosh, I, yeah, I will be on the floor, a puddle in the fetal position, a mess. So if you feel like you've done all you can, you can't do any more you feel out of hope, start serving others. Start focusing on others and that will fill your cup and just give yourself some love. Like love yourself the way you would love your child, you know? Love yourself, be your own best coach. Love yourself back into health too. And that know that no matter where you're starting from, you can improve. We can have a better tomorrow than today. And that is true. That is the truth. So you guys, please, I encourage you to follow Dr. Tabitha. So at the Gutsy Gynecologist on Instagram and social media and her website, drtabitha.com, as well as her book, fasttofaith.com. And I'm really excited about the book. I can't wait to read it and also to hear what scriptures you've pulled for those 40 days. And yes, I, if nothing else, buy it just to read Dr. Anna's raisins for the book. You are so sweet and loving. Like what you wrote was just Thank you. You're so awesome. Your continued support means the world to me because like you are one of those people who paved the way for me. And I just I'm so grateful. Well, I'm grateful for you. And again, like we are in this together for, you know, for sure. So we are in this together. So thank you all for listening today. Wherever you're listening, please drop a review. It means a lot. It helps us with the rankings for our podcast. And I look forward to bringing you more great episodes and great guests. Till next time, this is Dr. Anna Kabeca. 